is all of us really need to make a determination about what is the goal of our relationships. So, and not only is this important with our children, what's the goal of our relationship, but it's also important really in every relationship, right? So that includes your spouse, that includes the people you work with, that includes your siblings, your family. What's the goal of your relationship? So he lays out really two different models or ways to look at that. Number one is, is the goal a safe distance? Or is the goal a strong, loving connection? To have a goal in any relationship is important, not just parenting. If you don't know what the goal is, you won't take responsibility for it. Wow. I reread that this week and went, boom. <laughs> if you don't have a shared goal with the other person you're in relationship with, then you really can't take responsibility for your part of it. When somebody is scary or hurtful, we create a goal of safe distance. You are the only one that can control your part of the goal. Mm -hmm. So you can't impart on someone or force them to have the same goal you have. You get to control your part of the goal in this relationship. And the worst thing to do while anxiety and fear are rushing into your relationship is to try and work out the problem while there is, you are still disconnected. So the, really, the importance is to make sure that if there is a break in your relationship with your child, that your first priority be to reset connection, to yeah. really reset the knowledge that you share love, that you're, you're reestablishing that connection with your child. He makes a really good point, and it's a really good point because it's in the Bible. And <laughs> the really good point is this. It's in Matthew 22, 36 through 39, and this is where the disciples asked Jesus, which is the greatest commandment in the law, right? And Jesus replies, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus makes the point that life is all about love. Yeah. It's not about what you can do for me, your performance in making your bed or getting a shower or getting your homework done, your great behavior when we're in a crowd or we're at the grocery store, right? Or about the rules that you keep. It's about how good you get at managing your love towards other people. That's what it's all about. It's how you manage you in the situation, right? It's how you manage your love towards other people. And I think he says it in this one. How, you have to make sure you break the light switch off in the on position. And I think sometimes that can be really challenging when fear and anxiety come rushing into a situation or you're hurt. Right? Right. Because you want to, your flesh wants to lash out. But that's not what Jesus is calling us to do. So one of the ways we give our life for our children is to learn how they feel, I love you. And really the core of the rest of the session last time, the video last time, was him describing the love languages and the importance of understanding how your child receives love. Even though it's not the way you hear I love you, you need to demonstrate how they feel loved, mm -hmm. right? All right. And how you show love is usually how you hear love, right? So yes. a good way to discern how your child receives love is how they give love. So if you don't have an evaluation or a test or a, you know, something where you can capture truly what their love language priority list is, you can usually, with some attention, 
discern what it is. Right? If your child curls up on your lap on the couch, right, and they want you to run your hands through their hair, or they want you to tickle their back, what's your best guess? Is their love language? Physical, Physical touch. touch. Yeah. Right? If they're constantly wanting you to see the projects that they're working on and what they were able to accomplish, they want you to understand that in them or understand what they've been able to accomplish, that love language is quality time. So it really takes knowing how these love languages function and operate to be able to observe those behaviors. Now, he does offer um, the love languages assessment, and we actually did it in Super Kids a few months ago, and it was fascinating. So before we get into that or the q and I'll quickly review these love languages. So there are five of them. There's gifts, touch, acts of service, words of encouragement or affirmation, and quality time. So gifts, the connection is, you know me and were thinking about me when I wasn't even around. The disconnection would be, you don't care because you don't even know me or give me a passing thought. The kiss of death is forgetting to bring a gift or bringing something that shows you don't really know them. That's the kiss of death. For touch, I feel connected when we are touching. <laughs> So it's physical contact. The disconnection is I feel rejected and neglected when you don't touch me. The kiss of death is not touching at all. If you are not a touchy person, you might not be trying to send the message of rejection, but that's the experience of it. Right? So some people are not huggers. Right? Or in some relationships, people one person maybe doesn't like to hold hands. So these are things to be aware of in how we speak love to each other. Acts of service, connection. I feel loved when you take care of things that are important to me. Disconnection. You don't care about me because you don't care about the things that are important to me. The kiss of death is when your child thinks what's important to them isn't important to you. Help feels like love to them not helping feels like invalidation or reject or rejection. Words of affirmation, connection. I feel loved when I believe that you like me. Disconnection, I feel rejected when your words are harsh. The kiss of death is when you are angry or upset and you are trying to bring correction to your words of affirmation child through harsh words. They are sensitive to words and may need something like a hero sandwich. And if you remember, he described the hero sandwich, right? There was the bread, which is, I love you, you're amazing. There was the meat, which is, that thing you're doing is not working at all for me. And then the bread on the other side is, I love you, you're amazing. Right? Take a bite of that. Oh, this bread's amazing. The meat's kind of <laughs> rotten, but the bread's really good. Right? If you remember that from the video. Quality time. Quality time is, I feel loved when you show interest in me. Disconnection is, I feel rejected when you don't value my interests. The kiss of death is when you show, I don't have time and I'm not going to make time. And when I'm with you, I'm distracted. Right, so how many of us maybe are on our technology a little too much when there are small people in the room? Right, that's the kiss of death for a quality time child. Okay. 
So, and then the last point he makes is clean up your messes. Connections occur through successful transfers I love, of I love you very much. Protect those connections and keep connection your priority. When you have a disconnect, communicate that you are sorry and that you didn't realize how it was affecting them. I don't understand what you need from me. Can you help me understand? You have to get to the place where they feel they are receiving love. Amen. Amen. Um, before we go any further, are there any, any questions on any of that so far? Uh, does anybody have anything? Or comments? Everybody's quiet. I know one comment I'll share, we'll maybe get, get the juices flowing, is a couple months ago we actually, as I was um, studying this curriculum in preparation for um, this class, I found that the author of the Love Languages books has actually created one for teenagers and has created one for kids. So I actually brought the child assessment into Super Kids one day, and it wove very nicely into the curriculum. Go figure, it's not <laughs> awesome. So we did the evaluation and we scored the kids, and then I had little printouts that I gave to each parent as I handed them their test results. And I, I remember going to Pastor Brian and Nicole after the class and saying, it was really weird. 95% of the kids' top love language was quality time. Quality time. Right? And we even talked about it at our advance, about how significant that was. <laughs> so I, with the class, I realized how much close Josephine is touch along with quality time. I always knew it was quality time, but touch is a big deal, and I didn't really realize that until the class, so they can be more than Amen. just one mm -hmm. at the same time. Yes. Yeah. That's an awesome revelation. And, you know, I, one of the things that I've found with the love languages is you need to really pay attention to them, and you have to be proactive in thinking about those. For example, do you know if you're married, do you know what your spouse's love languages are in, and in what order? You know, um, I know I have focused on that, and yet I still don't have them memorized. You know, I know that it's quality time and words of affirmation for Nicole are the top two, but I don't have the other ones memorized. But it's, it's good to go back and learn those. And, you know, for our kids right now, I don't, I don't really know those well enough to be actively filling their, what they say is they have a tank that needs to be filled with love. And I don't know those well enough to be actively filling that love tank. Um, but seeing that a lot of them's quality time, that's going to be high in our society right now because that's one of the things that the devil has really sought to steal. And he's done a good job, and we've done a good job at handing some of that to him, which means we've got a lot of people that really need quality time. But this is the interesting thing, and, and let, me, let me give you this little point that will help all of us to you know, have our love tank filled ourselves and give it to others. So a lot of times people want quality time today in this society, but when you say, hey, let's go do something, they'll go, well... I'd like to do that, but uh, I got to go do this, and that's why we need we have a lack of quality time. You know, the the moment where one person finally goes, I'm going to give myself and my time away, and the other person goes, 
well, we'll do it later, you know. So we've got to make that time a priority, just talking about that one. Um, what I'm, the other thing is with the love languages is they change. They can change over time, you know. Um, our love language was different when we were first married. What was our top love languages? But they've changed some. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is important to review them on a regular basis. And this is something that I think is important is, for me, here's, I was just thinking about this this morning is, one of my goals is to take the two that are at the top of the list and overflow them so much that maybe they shift lower in the list, you know. In other words, there's other ones, she's like, add some love over here, you know. I, I won't, that's me giving unconditionally. Let me overflow those tanks so much so that she gets some new love languages at the top that she wants filled, you know. Um, and that's a, good, that's a good goal for somebody who's giving that kind of love. Amen? Amen. Could you do the uh, website where you do the assessment? Sure. Yep, it is. Let me find it. Can I just live on your page? I think so. I want to be sure, though. It is the website, if you're interested in going um, to do this evaluation, it's uh, www.5lovelanguages.com. The number five, not spelled out. Yeah, the number five, sorry. www.5lovelanguages.com. And you can take an online assessment. You can have your child take the online assessment as well. And it has a place where you can print it out as a PDF, as a document, and you can score it right on the sheet. That makes it really easy. That's a great question. Um, I did the, the online test for myself after two Sundays ago. Yeah. And mine is exactly the same as Scarlett's. Yeah. Like, I figured, like, I knew, like, she's a, she's a little mirror. Like, it's sad. But <laughs> after doing that, um, I always knew touch was her main thing. She's, like, the squeeziest, snuggliest. But then quality time, having her birthday and then Christmas, bam, bam. She got so much stuff, just toys. and But it doesn't matter what she had, what we're playing. We could be sitting in the floor playing with a deck of cards. It didn't matter. She just wanted Mama yeah. Yeah. in the floor with her. Yeah. Yeah. And me saying, you know, be trying to wash bottle, do this, do this. Just go play by yourself. It was like. Kiss of death. Yes. Oh, yeah. it just like, you could just see it in her face like, you're kidding. You want me to play by myself? I don't, you know, it just, and it and it, taking that test made me realize, like yesterday, our house was a wreck. I should, have, but sitting in the floor and just playing bingo with her and just letting it all go, her tank yeah, overflowing. That's like awesome. She was on cloud nine, yeah. so those, it was kind of a wake up for me to that, stop pushing her off. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. That's that's great stuff. Amen. Has anybody been, they've been paying more attention to this, watching how people will react and respond and what they're desiring? Have you had any revelations or anything like that in your family? Or have you been trying to feel a love tank and watching your kids respond to that? Anybody have any testimonies of that to share? <laughs> Actually, um, I've noticed other people buttering me up because of the holidays yeah. um, and because of this it's it's interesting to see friends like yeah. become aware of that and have that on their radar what's your top love language mine's gifts but it's gifts. not just physical gifts which are very very nice 
Right. Please don't, <laughs> please don't completely take don't that Don't stop off. the gifts. <laughs> but for me, gifts are acts of service, physical touch, um, words of affirmation, <laughs> and physical gifts as well. So, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> she has them all. She has them all. <laughs> they are all her love languages. I, I understand. Can can we get you something? Is is there? Would you like a cup of coffee? Here, <laughs> we're just trying to help. <laughs> Here's a mint. <laughs> That's awesome. Anybody else? I've noticed uh, with Ansley uh, since I've been on vacation here for the past ten, twelve days. Woohoo! Um, nice. She has really, she's a gifts person, but here lately it's been, Daddy, I just want time with you. Mm -hmm. So we've done a lot of hair and nails and, you know, all that stuff. So, I, But I can't tell you how quickly it turned where it was. Okay. I'd come home from work and it was, Daddy, what do you have for me? To now it's, Daddy, will you play unicorns with me? Or, you know, <laughs> something like that. So I can really see it changing with her. Did you play unicorns with yes. me? Yes. I did their hair. Did she do your hair? She did my hair. It's awesome. That's impressive. Yeah, she uh, she had some kind of concoction she was trying to work to make it grow. For those who can't see our live streams watching, <laughs> Chris has no hair. It was good. He has a mustache. He does. Why do you need a hairbrush? You don't have it. <laughs> That's awesome. I've seen pictures of you with hair. Yeah. I, I like this. You were born with hair. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Anybody else? I think that when we first started talking about this and uh, the leadership team, Deb had mentioned it, and I bought the book and was reading through it. And uh, so George and I took had taken the love languages test when we were dating, and then when we were engaged, just to make sure, you know, stability. And <laughs> <laughs> and then we took them again as we were doing this parenting um course and this is right when we moved and everything and there was a lot of frustration with both of us because he was trying to love on me and it just, it wasn't working and I was trying to love on him and it wasn't working and I'm like this makes no sense this is what I've always done what is going on and we retook the we retook the tests and they had they had completely flip-flopped in that short of an amount of time um, and rather than being gung-ho about it, I got frustrated because I'm like, why are these so different for you? Like, this this isn't working. Uh, because it wasn't his love language is acts of service, which is at the complete bottom for me. And so it's <laughs> not normal for me to think in that way. I didn't understand that my lack of action to help him out was actually depleting any source of love that I, I was giving. I was giving in other ways, but not in what he was receiving. And same for him. He was giving in acts of service ways that I don't receive. So when we chose to make that concerted effort to start sewing into each other's love tanks, that's what started to reunify us after a season of being incredibly frustrated with one another and not understanding the why yeah. it was happening. Yeah, that, and that's why it's important to take the test on a regular basis is it does change. And like I said, I'm, I'm kind of pressing for change because I want to, you know, quality time is probably the biggest one. I, I want to make sure that I give so much of that to Nicole that she's like, okay, I'm good. 
I'm not sure that's possible, but we, you know, we can try. And if I, that's me, you know, giving the best that I can give. And if so, then it can shift and change, and it's important to evaluate that. So, how many people have taken the love languages test before? Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. How many people have taken it, like, in the last six months? Yeah. And if you're watching on the Boomerang site, you can see the web page there. So, Amen. Has anyone ever been in a situation where they're in a relationship with someone, their child or spouse or whoever, and you get the sense that, kind of what he talked about in the book, that they're trying to express love to someone else the way they receive it, but it's not being received? Yeah. So that was, that was the huge revelation in our home. So I had William take it, and when, and then I had Stephen and, and myself, we, we all took it. And it was interesting, William and I were the same. So Jade, much like you and Scarlett, William and I were the same. We were words of affirmation and quality time. And Stephen was acts of service. I can't remember his second one. So Stephen was really intrigued by the fact that they were different. And so he pulled me in the back bedroom and he's like, help me understand what this all means. <laughs> and I said, let me make it really simple. You speak Russian, we speak Chinese. You keep trying to speak Russian to us, yeah. but all we hear is Chinese. So you need to learn how to speak Chinese as much as we need to learn how to speak Russian. And he went, oh, <laughs> that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me when you put it in that context. So then it was, I, it doesn't, it's not productive for me to keep trying to speak Russian to you if you're not going to hear Russian. So, you know, we even dialogued about things that he, he does for me or does for William that are acts of service. And I tried to explain to him or spent some time really explaining to him, I love it that you make me a, a shake in the morning. I love it that you make the bed in the morning. Does it fill my love tank? It really doesn't. I'm looking for words of affirmation or I'm looking for quality time. So it was, it was really revelation, I think, in our household to recognize that there were different ways of speaking languages, and what we were hearing was really different. So that was the experience in our house. That's so good, Deb. Did you have something You're to tell us? You're a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> My love tank's filling up. <laughs> I think it's important, too, to um, kind of dig into the love languages, because like with words of affirmation, some people want to hear, day you rock you're just the bomb diggity you're the best of the best and that fills their love tank knowing that they're awesome for me my words of affirmation are different I want to hear that I've made you happy I want to hear that whatever I'm doing for you is pleasing for you I want to know that I am doing a good job for you that I am keeping you happy that I'm keeping you satisfied um, so it's important to not just assume anything but listen to what they say. Watch their reactions. You know, when you're, when you're trying to start speaking that, you know, that Russian to them or whatever, watch and see, you know, what clicks for them because it may not be the exact way that you think it is. And it's also important to know those love languages. Dark chocolate, yes. Um, <laughs> Perla speaks my love language of dark chocolate. <laughs> it's important to know your spouse's love language because children need security. They need to feel that love in their home. And I can remember growing up times when my parents were at each other 
And it didn't matter if I had my blankie, if I had every toy, if I had my favorite show, if I had, you know, homemade tacos. Everything seemed perfect, but if Mama and Daddy were fighting or not happy with each other, I was not happy. I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel secure. But I can remember times when, you know, Daddy was loving on Mama or Mama was joking around with him. And it didn't matter if, you know, nothing else was going right because my parents were in one accord, I felt safe. I felt like I had a home of love. And kids don't understand how to put that in words, but they need that. So it's just as important to know your spouse's love language as your kids for your kids. Yeah, amen. And see, I think that there's a good possibility, I was thinking about this this morning, actually, there's a good possibility that what uh, Nicole has is kind of a blend of words of affirmation, but in, did you hear her description of words of affirmation was mixed in really acts of service, you know, because she, her, the way she desires to love on other people is to make them happy and to serve them. And so the words of affirmation might be more acts of service than that. And that's true because, like, if, you know, she's gone and then she comes home and the house is clean, like, Love tank through the roof. So, and that's important, you know. And then if, if, I if the girls do this because I don't ever do this, um, <laughs> it you know the dishes are not put into the dishwasher or something like that. All of a sudden, it's like, why are these not done? I cannot believe these are not done. Why? Because acts of service is that love tank. Can I get a witness anyway? <laughs> Right, or an acts of service person, if you're a words of affirmation person, you say, you look pretty today, right? If I say that to Nicole, you look pretty today, she may look back at me and say, go pick up your socks. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's because, great. Right. And I think that's the other thing about words of affirmation is the words have to be sincere. Yeah. Right? They can't be hollow or false or <laughs> sugar-coated or... Would you look at me when I said false? Because you tend sometimes <laughs> to be my big brother, and they might be a little sugar-coated, but that's okay. I know no. you still love me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, it has to be real. And, it does. And that's, like, let's say that words of affirmation is not your love language, but it is your spouse or it is your children's love language, then you've got to find that place where you mean it. <laughs> you know where yeah. it's not it's not fake because that is picked up on and you got to say okay and spend some time thinking on it and well I shouldn't have to think on it if we have true love I shouldn't have to think <laughs> on it are you kidding me <laughs> you know it, Jesus said you know here if you want to fulfill the whole law love somebody it takes action it takes work it takes effort or else he wouldn't have said put effort into it basically is what he was saying so um you know, love takes work, so. And what? And it's free. And, and it's free. free, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Anybody else, any other questions or testimonies? I know one thing that it's, uh, it's really brought out is uh, communication. And f for men, and I'll speak for men, is that men can almost look at each other and understand what we're thinking. See, I just did that with George. He didn't catch that, <laughs> but it, it just happened. We That's can right. do that. I, don't ask me what it is. It's like this spiritual Jedi gift that we tricks. have. Um, but now, you know, I try that with Rachel a lot, and she just comes off looking at me like, 
what are you talking about? Um, so for us, I think a big thing it's exposed with me is, is communication, because I take for granted a lot of those things. Um, even though you know we've been together for a long time, you still need to work on that communication all the time. And you know, there's there's constantly things where where it's bringing up to us, or it's bringing up to me. Um, for instance, uh, why I am the way that I am, and, and I know that's a real broad statement. Is this being recorded? <laughs> awesome. You can go back and hear it again. Like I say, we've been together a long time. Um, but but at not work, too long because you're really young. Yeah, that's right. Yes. <laughs> Especially her. Uh, when uh, at work, for instance, um, one of the things that I, I dread is when I have to tell somebody to do something they should already be doing. Yeah. And I, I find that coming out of my mouth saying, why do I have to tell you you're an adult? This is your job. Why do I have to tell you to do it? And what it comes back to when, when you start to break it down is I'm an acts of service person. So it doesn't make sense to me here. I can't relate to them why they wouldn't do that because right. in here, when somebody tells me to do something, it's going to be done. Yeah, That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So I can't understand yeah. other people when they're told to do something, they don't do it. And, and it's trying to relate to them on different levels and, and break it down. Like someone who's a word of affirmation person, like I'm a word of affirmation person. So, and it's just like Pastor Nicole. If, if you tell me, you know, what you did was amazing, it really helped the company, you know, that's how I get blessed. It's not, you know, you look great this morning because I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to other people, it's hard for me to understand when, you know, when they're hurting or they're going through something and I'm trying to give them words of affirmation, it's just like bouncing off of them. And it's hard for me to relate. So in my marriage, that has, it has brought uh, a lot of clarity to, like, let's say Rachel's having a bad day and I come home and I'm like, baby, you look pretty. And she's like, I will cut you. <laughs> um, and I'm going, I don't understand it. It should have worked. It works for me. <laughs> but, you know, right. it's brought to light a lot of, a lot of communication issues that uh, we've been together a long time <laughs> and Chris is like you were standing there close to nothing where'd the knife come from <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right that's exactly right but no it has it's really been able to help us a lot with communication yeah. if I wasn't scared I would be impressed <laughs> for the uh, five love languages we took it Barrett and I did um, like she would said before while we were dating while we were engaged while we've been married we've taken it three or four times and it's a really huge step and if you have your children take it it's a really big step um, to self-assessment and becoming self-aware and understanding yourself and if you can teach it with your well, it's not teaching it's first get them to take the test and then expound on that, that might create that seed in there for them to sit there and go, okay, well, why do I do this then? Why do I do this? And whether they realize it or not, it takes them on that journey. So that way when they're 20 or 30, they don't go and, why do I, why do I act this way? What am I doing? They're, it's already in them. It's already in their, you know, their, it's already in, built in them as a procedure that they do. Why? Why do I do this? Oh, this is why. Why do I do this? This is why. 
and it goes back to what Scripture says, where you teach a man, uh, you teach a child God's ways, and he, you know, he'll always come back. Yeah. Well, it goes back to that as well, going, okay, well, that procedure's already in there, and you just keep doing it. Um, and Barrett and I, uh, we don't have any children, but we have each other, and we've learned that when we have certain life events happen, that's when we go back and say, okay, let's look at our love languages. When we retired, switched jobs, moved up here, our love languages changed. Um, quality time became a big thing for both of us. And it wasn't quality time of, hey, let's go play basketball. It's we're going to throw the phones and lock them in a drawer. I don't want to talk to anybody else. We need to reconnect as a family, just her and I, and say, okay, we're going to spend time because you value me and I value you. We value our times together, and we're reconnecting as God has ordained us to be as a family. Um, and we set aside that time. So quality time for me is, is you know, uh, is different uh, as well. It's because it's not only a, hey, let's go see a movie, but, hey, let's shut the world off for whatever time. You know, let's shut everybody else that we love, because we, we love you guys. Um, <laughs> but it's also, hey, you're the most important person in my life. I married you. You married me. Let's reconnect that. So, uh, again, to Nicole's point of, and, and Pastor Brian's point of, of hey, it's, it's words of affirmation, but it's also act of service for me. It's, it's quality time, but it's also um, shutting everything else out. So I've learned that about myself, walking that out. Amen. So That's good. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up for today. If you have any more questions, I believe we have one more video. Uh, and then the rest of the videos, we can connect and you can watch those, but they're a little bit more specific to age groups. Um, but this next video is still for the general audience, and so we'll have that and have one more question and answer ses session. So if you have any questions, make sure that you get those written down and uh, make sure that uh, you're ready. You're, you come in loaded with questions, okay, because Deb's going to be ready for you. All right. And <laughs> okay. All right. Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you for the opportunity to parent to be a steward of your children. Lord, thank you for an opportunity to grow in our ability to disciple and help mentor people. Lord, we just thank you. It's an opportunity to serve you and to love on you. And Lord, we just, we're, we're uh, excited and we just praise you for that and we give you the glory. Lord, let us be, let us have wisdom. We just ask for wisdom to be who you've called us to be and be the best parents and mentors that we can be in every area of our life. And we praise you and love you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us this morning.